Hello, this is the podcast version of the first VIP session of 2022, Pillars to Success for 2022. Uh, it's Kiara, by the way. Um, I'm just doing this as a podcast recording just because I just want to try mixing it up, see how things go, um, rather than just taking it straight from the Zoom. Mostly because some idiot, me, was trying to be very clever on the podcast, on the Zoom version, and had two things running and then didn't see that people had joined halfway through the session so that's my fault I'm really sorry about that and it just means that the recording is going to be a bit messy so I thought I would just record it again for you I hope that's okay okay so on topic here we go pillars to success for 2022 the idea behind this was that it wasn't going to be about adding to your workload but this was about hopefully streamlining, making everything easier, working on your SEO at the same time as your marketing, your content creation, that it all just sort of comes together in one plan. That's the idea here. Some of the things that I'm going to cover are obviously things that you are already doing. I'm going to challenge you to really streamline and make each aspect work for you. Hone in on them. Let other things go. We don't need to do it all. Okay, so the three pillars are one evergreen focus, one social media platform and an email list and use it. And I'm just going to say, hands up, I don't use my email list. You know that because you don't very often get a VIP email from me. And when you do, it's normally because Zoe sent me a message, like kind of going, hey, it's so great when you send an email to the VIPs. And I'm like, oh, crap, I haven't done it. And I definitely don't send emails out to my Sling Library people beyond their My Turn subscription emails. So, yes, I do think it's a good idea. I'm totally going to do it. I just don't do it at the moment. So, yeah, do as I say, not as I do. All right. The first thing, one evergreen focus. First of all, what is evergreen content? So for anybody that's not sure, it is anything that will be relevant forever. It stays current, something that can be referred back to, something that someone could search your content for. So like on your website or your YouTube channel, for example. Obviously, if it's on your website, you're going to get some SEO bonus points. It is not just stuff that's on social media it can be but it's not your social media content if that makes sense so what it could be is maybe some how-to guides videos which can be watched on social media but you need to reshare them or categorize them in some way so primarily videos are going to be that are evergreen are going to be ones that are on your youtube channel or on your website somewhere that they're searchable rather than scrollable. Reviews, that could be another evergreen idea. Blogs, infographics, podcasts. This is not an exhaustive list, those are just some ideas. Okay, why only one? Well, you can do more than one if you want to. My suggestion to you is that you need to have at least one because then you can stay relevant, have a back catalogue of content to refer to, You don't need to keep reinventing the wheel every single day. If you focus on one thing, you can really, really focus on it rather than feeling like you need to do all the things all the time, which can feel super overwhelming and lead to inaction and procrastination. 
hello, I feel called out by myself. I would also suggest here that you could, and I will talk about this more in a minute, you could build a whole marketing slash social media structure on this one idea, but more on that later. Okay, so which evergreen content is the right one for me? How do I decide on one? Of the list I gave, or any others that you can think of, so how-to guides, videos, reviews, blogs, infographics, podcasts, whatever it is, which one are you drawn towards? Which one has worked for you in the past? What can you create that is most helpful to your clients? And if you're not sure, ask them. So I totally did this in my Instagram and my stories recently. I asked what kind of content people wanted to have or what kind of content they liked of mine. And I asked because I was feeling the pressure to get the video situation done, that I was feeling like I should be doing reels all the time. And and I just, I'm not a huge fan of video. I, like I don't, I don't mind doing them, but I'm not a huge fan of doing them. I like writing. And something that was really interesting that my people said was, although they watch videos, they need them to be captioned or without sound. And they prefer reading stuff because they're often feeding a baby to sleep whilst being on their phone, right? So yeah, find out what is it that your clients like? What do they find helpful? What do they like from you? And if you're thinking, yeah, well, I do them all. I don't want to ditch any of these things you don't have to but in this situation what I would suggest is identifying the main type of evergreen content that you are drawn towards and very important build in time in your diary to create it consistently then all the other things can be peppered in as and when you want to but you know that you've got one consistently being produced right you know that on the on every Monday you're going to write a blog or every Wednesday you're going to do a video whatever it is but that you have that consistency in what you're creating okay so that's evergreen stuff the second pillar is one social media focus you don't need to be all things at all times doing all the things all the specific algorithm things for each platform right it's too much so when I say one social media focus what I mean is which one social media platform works the best for you and which one are you going to focus on so instead of trying to be on all of them and nailing each one which one works the best for you and use that and focus on that one only i'm not saying don't be on any of the others i'm saying create content in the style that that particular platform that you like that works the best for you likes and then just reshare that to other places. Yeah, so are you an Instagram person? Are you on Facebook pages? Are you, do you run a Facebook group? Are you on TikTok, Pinterest, Twitter, Mighty Networks? Whichever one you lean towards, use the features of that one and build community or connection or your expertise in that one. Why only one? Because there is only so much time in every day. And I just feel like we are being expected to jump through so many fucking hoops at the moment for each platform that it's ruining a lot of us and we're getting very little out of it and just feeling super drained and super fed up with social media, right? Every VIP session that we have, every catch-up session, someone says, I hate social media. You know, it's a recurring theme. 
At least if we only focus on one and play the game of just one, we could see some really good results there and we could let go of the other stuff. I do think it's, I'm going to say it again, I do think it's worth cross-posting to multiple platforms, the platforms that your clients that you want to see are on. But I think focus on just one thing. The other way of looking at this and the other way of using social media, especially if you are going to be using more than one platform with intensity, is really, and I know you're going to hate me for saying this, but really ask yourself why and what is happening on that platform. Why do you need to be using that platform for the thing that you're trying to achieve? For example, VIP, this group, our evergreen content is our Zoom calls, right, which are being turned into podcasts. That's the evergreen content there. Our social media presence is primarily only in our Facebook group. We have got an Instagram. We're just not very active on it. We are only active on it when Zoe does the lovely Friday night follow thing, uh, Friday night sharing what everyone's been doing with the hashtag. The hashtag gets a lot of uses. We have a website, but it's not very, we don't have anything content wise on it. So the group works for us, right? That It makes the most sense for us to have a Facebook group. It doesn't make sense for us to have spending a huge amount of time trying to run an Instagram account when actually the people that we want to speak to are all in our group. We're okay with that. And in BBB. So yeah, what's your purpose and which platform fits it the best? For me, I generally only use Facebook pages and I use my Instagram. I do tend to cross post between the two of them. I will tweak content ever so slightly. So for example, if I have a carousel of pictures in Instagram, I will often only share on Facebook the first image. And then for Facebook, I'll do a long post instead of having people try and swipe through pictures just because that's how Instagram and Facebook work. I don't generally use my Facebook group for Sling Library. So I had to little think, and the thing is, my my unique selling point is me, my words, and my connection with my people. It's really on an individual basis. So for me, I'm building connection with the people that I speak to via social media. All of my work is one-to-one at the moment, so I'm only doing one-to-one consultations. I don't have big sling library sessions anymore. I don't have big social things. I'm not even doing the walks anymore. Everything is one-to-one. It then follows that my social media is going to be one-to-one. So I'm building connection rather than community. People like Lizzie, Kizzy, who are... The primary focus is building that community. You want to be building community, right? So it's a different focus point to what I do. So for me, something like Instagram stories work really, really, really well. Because I can have and do get those comments, those messages, people go into my DMs and I can reply and have a conversation with them about the particular thing that I was talking about in stories. And that builds that connection, which is what for me is building my business. It also works for me sharing more personal stuff on my Facebook pages, Facebook page. So the question is, what's your purpose? What's your unique selling point and which platform fits that best? And maybe you do need to use two or three. So maybe you do want to be selling stuff. So you're going to be focusing on having your Facebook page and your Instagram, but you also have a community and you want to be running a Facebook group. 
or on Mighty Networks or you know you want to be using Pinterest that's totally fine but I think it's really important to be thinking about what is the purpose and which platform fits it best so the platforms let's just we'll just run through them quickly in terms of like what they're good for and this is not this is just my opinion this is not like you know I'm not some expert um Facebook pages I really think it's worth having a Facebook page still regardless of how much time and effort you put into it or regardless of how um how much uh, interaction or bookings you get from it people are still on Facebook they just are so just have stuff stuck on Facebook okay even if you're not using it loads Facebook groups as I've said already really really good for community building much better for organic reach than Facebook pages so yeah if you're building community you can't really go wrong with a Facebook group um, after the session today, we did end up talking about Facebook groups a bit more. And I will say it again, I think Facebook groups in particular, you really, really, really need to be clear on what the focus is for your Facebook group. There are so many Facebook groups out there. And I think two things happen with Facebook groups. Number one, you either have a group that is community driven. And when it's community driven, it works because the people in that group are so passionate about the thing that they want to talk about and that's their safe space for it so the example I gave was for me the Facebook groups that I'm most active in um, are obviously Star Trek groups and that's because the passion there is people that want to talk about Star Trek right and they don't have that in their normal life because people don't want to talk about Star Trek all of the time but in that Facebook group that's what people want to do that's what that's what that space is for for those people um so that's one type of Facebook group where you're really is community driven. The other type of Facebook group is that it's driven by you. It's driven by the person leading the group. And I think if it's going to be like that, you've got to have a really super clear idea of what it is that you are bringing to that Facebook group. Or if it's the other version where it's the community driven group, you're going to be really clear on what it is this community is about and, and shaping that. Okay, so Instagram is similar to Facebook pages, but really good for connection, I would say, via stories in particular. Please use stories for connection. TikTok, fun, educational, video-based content. And it's gonna be, excuse me, the primary reach, the primary thing for TikTok is gonna be bigger reach, right? Um, if you want to go viral, if you want to have a big reach, then super. Why do you want to have a big reach? Why do you want to go viral? Is the only questions I will ask. So if you are thinking, actually, I want to go viral, I want to develop a bigger reach because I want to be an influencer, I want to have a big enough following that I can monetize this platform in a, in a specific way through advertising or through, you know, selling, you know, like, uh, yeah, being an influencer, then, then that's great. If you just want to do it because you like the buzz of getting going viral, you're getting a massive, um, you know, likes on, on a post, then that's totally fine too. But I just really would question what it is that you're trying to do by having a big reach through a platform like TikTok. Um, Twitter, similar kind of questions I will ask. Pinterest, really, really good. We've talked about this before. Really good for product-based or blog-based content. So if you are selling something or if you want people to be sent over to your website, Pinterest is so, so good for that. So good for that. But you are going to need to spend a bit of time developing that strategy to get that to work. All of those ones that I've just mentioned 
are free, right? And so we have to jump through the algorithm hoops to make these work because that's the nature of the beast. That's how these companies make money is to have people scrolling. And what we want for people to do is to stop scrolling and read our stuff. And so we're going to have to jump through the hoops so that it works for everybody. The next one I just want to mention is Mighty Networks, which I know that Kizzy's mentioned in the group and other people are using. So this is a paid for independent social community building app. So if you want to come away from all of these free to play type places and you want to have something that can be really specific to you and you want to you're building community where you are happy that your people are going to come with you to a different place, that might be the one for you. Okay. Evergreen content plan. Based on all of what we've just said, if you planned or wrote or filmed or recorded one evergreen piece of content per week, you could hang everything else on it. For example, your evergreen content piece could be a blog about newborn carrying, which you wrote and it then went onto your website. Yay, SEO. Yay, having current stuff on your website. Yes, having something to refer to when a client emails you and goes, can you tell me everything about I need to know about newborn baby ring? You go, yes, here's my blog about it. There you go. And it's going to be evergreen because the, the primary principles of newborn carrying are not going to change, right? The slings might, but your guide to doing it is not going to change. So if you wrote that, then you could write content based on that for the rest of the week so you'd have the blog itself maybe you'd have a reel or a tiktok video that was carrying a newborn so a really popular reel that i did was literally me standing with a baby in a stretchy it was a doll and i just stood there and swayed and i slowed the video right down and i just swayed and the caption was like you know how do you calm an overwhelmed baby and I put a nice piece of music to it. It was like, you are my sunshine. And that was it. Like, there you go. There's a reel that's linking to the blog. And then you could go, you know, you share that. And then you go, look at, check out the blog for more details. Another day you might have, you can pull out a quote from your blog. People love quote posts. They're really easy to share, really easy to stick a template together in Canva. You've got a quote post. FAQs. So generally I'm finding that if you post something quite specific, so, you know, here's my advice about newborn carrying, People will ask you questions. And so then the questions that people ask you, you could totally turn those, turn those into an FAQ post about newborn carrying. Another day you might share your own story, maybe some pictures of you carrying your baby or babies as newborns. Share your own story. And then maybe you might do a top tips post about newborn carrying. Again, stuff that might already be in your blog. And each one is going to refer back to your evergreen piece of content. But there you go, you've got... That's it. That's a whole week's worth of content done as well as your evergreen stuff. Okay. What I will say though, is this means having time and giving yourself time and permission to plan this stuff. Could you find two hours a week consistently where you can sit down and create evergreen content and then use it for the rest of the week's content? I think so many of us feel super overwhelmed by social media because we either give it no time for planning and doing or we have too many ideas and annoyingly the solution is going to be time and planning use the content creator in the group that we have the content planner in the group it it works on the same sort of structure where it gives you an idea a theme for the week and then breaks it down into different content pieces 
If you pick a content type and a platform type that you like and give yourself time and permission to work on this, it will be easier, I promise. But I'm afraid we aren't content creators, although we are content creators only, we do have to find ways to promote our business. So social media is, I'm afraid, a necessary evil, right? But we just have some time. If we could just find some time, I do think it would help to just, you know, sit down, take it seriously, write some stuff, make some stuff. Okay, so pillar three is email list. And we are planning on doing a full session on this next month. Excuse me, which will include how to automate your emails and how to write a good email next month. But in the meantime, email lists, let's talk about them. So social media, although I'm saying it's a necessary evil, it is so, so busy. And because it takes at least seven contact points to get someone who wants to buy your product or service to actually hand over the cash and book in, getting into people's inboxes is super handy opening up the conversation again with them and for the people that want to hear from you they actually want to hear from you you aren't spamming them so something that holds me back from doing an email list is because I just think oh nobody's going to open it no one's got time people's inboxes are too full I'll be spamming them but actually you're doing them a favor by telling them about your stuff again because people need to hear about it more than once okay so my three questions are going to be do you have an email list Question two, are you actually using your email list? And number three, do you have a consistent way of adding to it? So are you collecting email addresses from when people book in with you? Are you asking them if you can add them to your email list for your newsletter? Are you adding, are you putting out, you know, a lead magnet, for example, on social media? 10 ways to carry your newborn baby or 10 tips for carrying your newborn baby they sign up to that, they get given the guide via email and you've got their email address. Fabulous. Start with those things. Don't worry about the next part of integrating automation and all of that kind of stuff if you haven't done it. Are you using an email address, email list, and do you have a consistent way of adding to it? Start there. So your challenge, I'm coming to the end of this, your challenge this week is to pick your favourite evergreen content type and... Give yourself permission and some time to plan just one piece. I'm not asking for the rest of the year's stuff done. Just one piece and see how it goes. Pick your favourite social media platform and create the content that is for that. And then just share it across to the other platforms that you're using. And the third challenge is send an email out to your list if you have an email list and watch out, your VIP email will be coming this afternoon, I'm hoping, if I get the time. Um, yeah, so those are your challenge things based on this podcast, based on these this uh, session. I hope that's helpful. I hope that's kind of maybe given some inspiration. The other thing that we talked about at the end of the session was potentially having an accountability hour more regularly. So we did one before Christmas where we all jumped on the Zoom and we had an accountability hour of content planning. That if that would be helpful for people that you need that kind of accountability of batch planning content, of writing some content, then I'm totally happy to facilitate that um, once a week or once every couple of weeks or once a month, whatever you want. So just, yeah, let me know if that sounds helpful to you. Um, I'm very happy to do it. I know that the lady who did my branding, that's what she does as part of her membership group. She has a, it's called Batch and Brew and it's every Monday at the same time. It's just an hour 
and everyone jumps on the Zoom and sits down and kind of does that hour of social media content creation. So if you think that would be helpful, just let me know. Otherwise, thanks for coming. Thanks for listening. I don't even know what I'm saying. Um, Yeah, I don't remember what's happening next week. It's probably something really good. I'm really trying to rack my brains. I don't know. I'm sorry. Check the email that I'm going to send you. (laughs) Okay, uh, much love to everybody. Hope you're all having a good day. Um, And I will speak to you soon. Bye-bye.